Welcome to the Chamber Voice of Business podcast presented by AT&T. I am Steve Cox with the Rogers Lowell Area Chamber of Commerce, and today is another in our series of Hustlin' With, presented by Hustle in Heels. We have Lindsay Young with New Marketing, and she is interviewing Corey Miller with Crossland Construction, uh, just talking about the, the challenges and what the experience is like being a female in the construction field, which is a traditionally male-dominated field. And so we just like to, as with our Hustlin' With series just highlight these uh, unique careers and career opportunities that are out there that uh, are just as available for women as for men, but just have a vast underrepresentation of women within those fields. So uh, we are really looking forward to this interview between uh, Lindsay Young with New Marketing and Corey Miller with Crossland Construction here on the Chamber Voice of Business podcast presented by AT&T. Hi, I'm Lindsay Young with New Marketing, and today I have Corey Miller with Crossland Construction. Hi, Corey. Hi, Lindsay. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're so excited that you're here today. So, um, Corey and I met several years ago through the NAWIC, which is National Association of Women in Construction, because we both have been in the construction industry for quite some time. And Steve and I had had some conversations about women in construction. I said, oh, I have the perfect person to talk to. So, um, we got this interview set up with you, Corey, and excited to hear about your experiences and your career in the construction industry. So we'll just start off. What made you interested in the construction industry or what drew you to the profession? Whenever I was in college, I went to Missouri State in Springfield, Missouri, and um, I was taking some random classes. I really wasn't sure the, the final direction I wanted to go with my life. And the degree, um, the construction management degree kind of fell into my lap. A friend had told me about it and I thought, kind of sparked, you know, something in my mind, you know, I might, I might like that. So I, I, I took a few of the classes, the intro classes, and, um, I, I was hooked. I loved it. I, I said, this is something I can see myself doing for the rest of my life. And it was just so interesting and new and, and something I had never thought of before. And it just, it, it drew my attention. And so it started in college really. That's awesome. So what has been the most surprising part of being a woman working in the construction industry? Because it's obviously very male dominated. It, it is. And, and honestly, my experiences have been um, that it's not as challenging necessarily as a woman in the industry, just that the industry itself is a challenge. Um, and, and that surprised me because going into it, when I first started navigating this, this route, I was worried about that. You know, you, you hear the stigmas, you hear the stories, and, and I necessarily haven't, haven't had those challenges being a woman in construction, um, but just the, the industry as a whole. And so it's like the opposite of surprising, right? So it, it, that has been the most surprising um, um, yeah, aspect of it. So what were some of the challenges just in construction in general that maybe not necessarily because you were a woman, but maybe an example you can give us? Oh, man. Okay. So when I was in college, I interned, came down to Arkansas and interned with Crossland Construction. And that just started the, the ripple effect of you run into so many different things you've never done before, but you got to learn how to do it because that's what's on the project. That's what you have to do. So my very first internship, for example, tying rebar and, 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 and finishing concrete. I mean, that it, that's just the, the, the start of it. Um, and so every corner you turn, you're doing something and that becomes the base, the basis of your knowledge and you just build on that. And so every corner you turn, you, you learn something new and 
whether or not you know how to do it, you're going to learn how to do it because that's what has to happen for that project. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So how has Crossland Construction helped embrace women in construction? Um, are there things that they've done or are doing um, to help promote that? Absolutely. So just treating me like a normal, normal employee, really. And that's what I, that's, that's the only thing I ask is um, my peers, my mentors, my, my colleagues, they all just, just treat me like a normal person. And Hey, this is, this is what we're doing today. What, what, what are your ideas? What are, you know, what's your input on it? So um, they, they just support really me as an employee and, and don't discourage me from anything I wanted to do. Um, starting the NAWIC chapter, my boss, heck, heck yeah, let's do it. Yeah, you, we'll support you fully. Um, and, and anything, any kind of organization I, I want to get involved in, um, they're, they're fully behind it as far as um, being there as a, as a support system um, and allowing me to take the time to go do it, not discouraging me saying, you know, they, they trust my, my time commitment and, and um, yeah. So you mentioned um, mentors. How have mm -hmm. you found mentors and coaches? And do you have both men and women within the industry or outside? Or talk a little bit about your, maybe your mentors and coaches that you have. So I have found the mentors that I've gained throughout the, the seven years I've worked in, in the industry um, naturally. It's not me saying, a light bulb come on and say, hey, will you be my mentor? It's I, it's things I look back and say, this person was my mentor, and it was because it built over a period of time. I can look back at specific project managers and superintendents that I worked with on a project, and through the course of the project, they became my mentor because they were such a good example, and they provided provided any kind of answer to questions I had um, and and were there just to, as a as created as a mentor naturally. Um, so I, and also I've met a few women through NAWIC and just from, you know, as a woman in construction, you kind of stand out. Right. And so when someone says, Hey, I know another project manager at another company, you know, you two should go have lunch. Um, I've met one of my best friends because she was a project manager at another company, uh, or at another general contractor and just having that, that same role and, and being a woman in construction, um, that's how we, we kind of, you know, found each other and, and she's become a mentor of mine as well. Um, so it's just happened naturally. So how would you encourage young women to get involved in the construction industry and finding those maybe mentors that maybe is a little more mm -hmm. formal than maybe how it's organically happened for you? I've had a, I've had a couple people out simply ask me to lunch and ask my advice and I wouldn't, consider myself fully a mentor in that aspect, but, um, some women have just said, Hey, can I pick your brain? Can we go to lunch? And can I ask you, you know, what route should I take? I'm interested in being in the field. I'm interested in being a project manager one day and simply reaching out and saying, Hey, can I just, can we just have a conversation? And, and so I would encourage either a looking into the type of schooling that they would want to event, you know, okay, what's your end goal? You want to be a, a PM? Do you want to be a superintendent? You want to be an equipment operator? Because there's different um, routes you can take for each one of those end goals. And and then, um, you know, asking people in the industry, uh, how, how do I get there? Um, what school should, what schooling should I take or what program should I get into? And so just asking someone who's well-versed in the, in the industry, um, what, yeah, what, what, what route to take. 
And also, I think another thing, and you would probably say the same thing, is just getting involved in industry associations. A lot of them Absolutely. have, you know, student or mm-hmm. um, if you're not in the industry, you know, an associate uh, level that you can come and attend meetings and learn more about the industry and how you can get involved. So yes, obviously that would be National Association of Women Construction would be one. And yes. there's many others. I know um, we could sit here and talk about acronyms all day, but lots of different areas that people could get involved with to learn more about the industry. Absolutely. I've gone to different events and, and, um, met women who didn't necessarily know about NAWIC and weren't in the industry at all. And I, you know, handed them our info card and say, Hey, come to a meeting, you know, just come meet other women in the industry and, and chat and have lunch and, um, start getting involved in NAWIC. And, and that's happened a few times and women have come and, and started really diving into the industry. So what makes you love the design and construction industry? Oh man, it just changes every day. Every project is different, um, you know, and, and I get to collaborate with um, owners, architects, engineers, and every every day has a new RFI, and I get to, to learn, you know, uh, say a structural engineer, for example, if we've got an issue with a, a roof curb or something, um, you know, we get to, I get to learn what they would do, how they come, go through that process, and that's just a small example, but just getting to collaborate with many different types of firms, many different types of owners who have different expectations. You learn to, to kind of morph and, and figure out how teams vibe together because it is different every project. Um, and so you really learn how to kind of be a chameleon and, and figure out what, what's best for your client and what's best for the team and the, the architects and engineers that you're working with and how to get the job done in a, in a timely and on budget manner um, because that's the end goal, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's working with different personalities and, and morphing into, hey, how can I be the best possible teammate to this team? There's not such thing as a typical day. Oh, no. <laughs> if I asked you what your typical day looked like, you would if have a, do a different, <laughs> different story for every day. Yeah. yeah. Is it meeting day? Is it field day? Is it is it are we doing paperwork? Are we doing site walks? What is just depends on what's on the schedule for that day. Yeah. And that's what I love about it, too. Yeah. The variety mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. You can do a little office work when it's raining like it is today. Absolutely. Or when it's nice out, you can be like, oh, today's going to be a field day. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what's the best part about being a woman in the industry? Oh, man. Um, the best part is, let's see, probably um, you do kind of gain an atmosphere of respect um, when you walk onto a job for the first time or you're starting that first meeting. People are kind of like, who is this? And then you start running those projects and you start collaborating with your team. And then it's like, okay, well, it's, it's kind of an atmosphere of respect. Um, and so I, I like whenever we get to that point and it's, it's good to go. Everyone trusts everyone. And, and they're like, okay, she's, she's got it under control. She could do it. (laughs) And so that, that, that might be my favorite part is just proving maybe people who aren't, don't necessarily say it, but maybe they're thinking it and kind of proving them wrong. And then they're on board with you as far as a teammate and, um, and supporting you along that, even though they may not have thought that in the first place, that's kind of my favorite part. So what positive changes have you seen during the course of your career? 
just the amount of women that are finally starting to get into the industry. When I first started, I was maybe the only field engineer in the company um, as a woman and, and really in the entire area that I knew of. Um, when I moved down to Arkansas, I didn't know many women in the industry. I had one mentor, um, woman who was a superintendent who, who really kind of guided me. But um, now looking into NAWIC, looking at NAWIC, looking at, um, I'm an instructor at NWAC for the construction technology program. And I looked at my roster for, we start classes next week. There out of 12 um, students in my class, there are five women. That just blows my mind. That's awesome. I and, love to hear that. And so just watching the the morph of the sheer number of, of women, it, it, even interested in starting that, that, that path. So what do you hope for women of the future for our industry? Oh, I hope they just keep excelling in numbers because it's, it's so many different possibilities as far as um, job positions, estimators, superintendents, equipment operators, project managers. Women are, are not limited to what they can do in this industry. And so just to hope that we keep getting, you know, that momentum keeps going as far as the amount of women coming into the industry. Because they're usually pretty dang good at their job. (laughs) (laughs) So what are you most proud of that when you started out in the industry, you hadn't dreamed may have happened? Oh, I I had never dreamed of some of the projects I've been able to be a part of. Um, Starting out very, you know, insecure, nervous, um, not really confident in myself. And then looking back, looking forward now, head into the future, seven years from when I started um, as a field engineer, running projects that have precast parking garages and, um, you know, six story buildings and just the different types of remodels and just all the, the different types of projects that are happening. Um, I never would have imagined it. And I kind of do credit it to those PMs and superintendents and my boss and everyone just allowing me to just go with it, move forward with it and, and trusting me to, to excel in, in what, what, what types of projects I can be a part of. Um, so pretty thankful for that. So tell us some of the projects that you're working on now that we'll get to see completed, I think, in the next 12 months. Yes. So right now, the big ones are um, Northgate Plaza, which is a six-story office building that has a connected uh, precast parking garage. It's in the Pinnacle <clears throat> pinnacle area of Rogers. And um, when I was on my way to becoming a project manager, just south of that was Hunt Tower. And so I was a part of that team as well to build Hunt Tower. And so it's just being able to build up the Pinnacle area has become a, a really cool place for, for me um, to, to just go and, and look at everything that's been completed and that's still um, under construction. And then also right now in Arvest Bank, uh, kind of their new prototypical, um, really technologically savvy uh, bank in the Pinnacle area as well. That will be completed here soon. And then just some a couple of remodels and some warehouses. Um, that's that's what I got going on right now. So, yeah. yeah. So a, a variety of things, too. A variety of things. It, it I mean, it's always changing. Yeah. Been a part of um, in the past, you know, I did a lot of target remodels. Um, and that was a, that was a, a, a huge learning experience. Um, but just all sorts of different types of projects. Yeah, that's great. 
So other than yourself, who do you attribute to helping you achieve some of the things that you have? Oh, well, I got to give a shout out to, you know, Brett, who's my boyfriend, long term, been there for me since day one. Um, and, and whenever I would travel or for projects, always, he, he was always so supportive. Um, but also just the project teams I've been a part of, I could look back at every project and the superintendent I was working with would provide any, if I had questions, if I had, if I, I wasn't sure about something, they didn't act like I was an idiot, right? They, they were, were my teammate. And so every superintendent that I've been, that I've worked with has taught me something. Um, and whether that be how to act in the, in the midst of a crisis or how to, um, deal with the problem, that's really what I look up to. Um, and, and can remember is the times when things were going wrong, what did those superintendents do and what, how, what did I learn from them? So, I mean, boots on the ground, those, those guys have really taught me a lot. Um, but yeah. Okay. Um, how do you partner with women to help one another be successful within Crossland and even with your clients? So in, in Crossland, um, we've, one of my, one of my female coworkers is an estimator. And so if I have a, if we both have questions, we normally just go to each other first and say, what would you do here? Why would you do this? Um, and, and just kind of bounce off each other. And so it's kind of a comfort. I can always go to her and we can always bounce ideas off of each other um, and, and really just be supportive, um, have each other's backs. And um, as well as clients, I'll start a project and we'll realize there's women owners, women architects, women engineers in the same room. And so really just having each other's backs again, working as a team um, and not, not discouraging or, or really fighting for that woman's spot in the room. It's, it's helping each other um, just as a team get, get to that end goal of a successful project. Um, because it, the, the women I've collaborated with on the owner side, on the architect and engineer side have just been really successful um, if we're all open to just being good teammates. Yep. So I know um, the engineering field specifically is kind of at the same point as construction in terms mm -hmm. of women being in the industry. Architecture has a little more female or women representation sure. um, than construction or engineering. So you talked a little bit about seeing more women in those roles. Um, have you seen more successful projects when there's women from each of those disciplines? On projects, um, yes, maybe not more more successful, but they're successful. Yeah, they're, they're. What do you attribute that to? You think, man? I believe women are answers. They go look for the answer. They provide an answer. <laughs> they will work towards an answer, and that's what our entire jobs are, right? Problem solving. And so, when you truly have a question and you need an answer. A lot of times they'll get you the answer. Yeah. Um, and so it's just a timing thing and, and, and getting an answer in a timely manner. Yeah. I know um, for a lot of my clients, I do surveys. And that's the number one thing usually, um, I should, shouldn't say complaint, but improvement mm -hmm. that companies can make is that communication. Sure. And, you know, being more informed about what's going on or if there's problems like, hey, no project's perfect, but it's really about communication. And so sometimes I think as women were – 
we ask more questions and we're a little more proactive. Um, and so I think that brings uh, another level to our industry to be able to provide that to the client yes. um, and deliver a better project. It's almost like um, instead of making assumptions, just voicing your concerns, voicing your plan of action. Um, that's, I, I see a lot of women in the, on the design team, Hey, just putting it out there. It, is this what you guys are planning on doing? Okay. Well, let's plan on this. Um, and just that communication aspect of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is the biggest challenge of being a woman in the construction industry? Clothing. <laughs> Boots. <laughs> I, I've gone to boot stores and there's one option that I would feel comfortable with buying or, you know, suitable clothing. Um, you know, that, that's, my, that's my biggest complaint. And I've been following recently some, some manufacturers and some um, lines for, for women that are starting to develop so that we have options for clothing and options for footwear that are acceptable for a construction project or construction site to walk around. And, and of course, uh, there's the, I mean, it's, it's pretty simple, but just your, your options and your, I mean, we all like options, right? We're women. We like to, (laughs) I I like my, I like my shoes. So, um, just the clothing and the boots. Yeah. Quite frankly. Right. To find something that fits. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, early in my career, when I worked for a contractor, they would just give, you know, the few women in the company, the leftover shirts that the men, you know, they ordered for the guys. And so of course, you know, they're not fitted. They're too long. It's like, so finally we got them to be able to order something that actually was made to fit a woman. And it's like, okay, this is, you know, more comfortable. We have more options, but, um, there may be, there may be a business opportunity for someone there to, you know, Oh, I'm all about it. I'll support that. (laughs) (laughs) Even polos, you know, all get a men's, a men's size and it's still, it's just still doesn't fit. So, (laughs) yeah. Um, what do you know now that you wish you would have known earlier in your career? That there is a solution for every problem. Even if you don't know the answer and you start to get flustered and you think to yourself, I don't know the answer to this immediately, you have to pick up that phone and start making phone calls and ask your colleagues and the people that you work with just their opinion. Because in the beginning, I would get flustered because I didn't know something. And of course, that's any, that's any industry, right? We start out fresh and we don't know what we're doing. And, and I would just not have that confidence in myself to just ask. And so there is a solution to every problem, right? We're, we're, I heard somebody say the other day, we're not project managers, we're problem managers. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and, and that's, the, that's the key is to just know that there is a solution, even if you don't know what it is, and to have the confidence and, and just the drive to go after the answer, because there's a point A and there's a point B, and you'll get to point B. It may not be right now, but you got to take those steps to figure out the answer. So one of the reasons that I invited you is because you, and you mentioned it earlier in our conversation, that you are um, currently the uh, chapter president of the National Association of Women in Construction, Northwest Arkansas chapter. Yes. um, And a founding member of that. So tell us kind of how you got involved with that and how that's been a passion or the passion that's around that association. So I was, I heard about NAWIC. a couple of years ago, and I started Googling. I'm like, we don't have a NAWIC chapter here. And I knew that there were between subcontractors, 
um, owners, architects, engineers, and general contractors, I knew there were plenty of women that could come together and, and be a part of this group in the area. And so with Karami Kimball, who's with Kimball Mechanical, um, we got together and we contacted Megan, who Greenland with ABC, because she's a part of the chapter down in Little Rock and said, hey, how do we start a NAWIC chapter here? And she got us on that path. We just spread the word and we thought to ourselves, you know, we might have some interest. You know, uh, today we have 60 members, which is uh, we just had our first anniversary. We have 60 members. So it was just a. a question of why don't we have a chapter here? And it was it was pretty fun to be a part of the process to get it going and, and get it chartered. And then all of the events and the people I've met throughout this past year, it's just been amazing. Mm-hmm. Met so many people I, I hadn't met before and that I've become my contacts and people I go to for questions and, and are starting to evolve into mentors and, and those coaches. So it's, it's a great chapter and, and I'm really excited to see what we do in the future. But, um, but yeah. yeah. Well, I know I went to the um, first interest meeting and I think they had like, I don't know, 80 or 90 yeah. chairs set up and those chairs quickly filled. And I think we had probably another 20 people standing and they were trying to find chairs yes. for people to sit in. So I, you know, that I think was very impressive to everybody in that room mm-hmm. and, um, obviously showed a need for the organization yeah. and, and obviously having 60 members now. And, yeah. um, I know I've been to se- several of the programs, great programs, great speakers, yes. um, you know, around the construction industry, but also just, you know, business information in terms of, you know, generations in the workplace and things like that. So yes. great programming from that aspect. It's, it's a very diverse, we have events where like we, um, volunteered and made these lazy Susans for the MS society banquet and they auction. we made, we made 30 lazy Susans and they auctioned them off. And, and that was like a fun woodworking event that we were able to do over at NWAC and, and help a local, a local organization, nonprofit out and, and just the educational events where we have lunches there. I've, I've learned from many um, women presenters who have just taught us about yeah, generations in the workplace and, and learning how to be a good, a good team member and, and businesswoman overall. So, yeah. Well, that's great. Well, is there anything else that I haven't specifically asked you about that you would want to share with us in kind of our closing? Well, in, in Northwest Arkansas, the industry right now is booming. It's not stopping. And, and I would just encourage any woman out there who wants to start that path into the industry, whether it be on the IT side, the marketing side, the engineering side, the GC side. I mean, I, I advocate it. It's such a fun and challenging industry. And um, it's, it's, a sustain, it's a sustainable career. Um, you can make, you can make a, a, a good life out of it. So I, I highly encourage anyone who's just thinking about it to go look up a program or go look up a, a degree program and, and start that path because it's, it's a, it's a great industry. Yeah. Or come visit us at NAWIC at our Come meetings. to a NAWIC meeting. <laughs> I'll tell you all about it. That's right. So, well, Corey, we appreciate your time this morning and sharing your in- industry knowledge and your experiences. And it's been a good time. I've yes. enjoyed this. Thank you very much. Thank you, Lindsay and Corey. We, Pardon me. Thank you, Lindsay and Corey. We appreciate you coming on today. And uh, thank you for listening to today's Hustlin' With uh, series presented by Hustlin' Heels on the Chamber Voice of Business podcast presented by AT&T.